And yet it, we borrow from our family. We borrow from our children in order to feed that beast, that beast that doesn't truly care about us. And if you want to make sure... is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best with your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back everyone to the Military Sherpa Podcast. Man, I'm excited to be in this chair. I am in a full New Year sprint in a way that you probably uh, can't believe. Like this week, I'm teaching in Japan. A week and a half ago, I was teaching in Little Rock. The week uh, after this one, I'm going to be doing a course for Andrews. And things are just, they're getting crazy. My calendar is starting to fill up. I'm traveling more than really ever before, I think, this year, which uh, probably not what I want to be doing next year as I think ahead to the future. But I am being flooded with in-person requests. So it's really cool and it's great to be uh, partnering with so many of you on so many amazing things this year. So get on board before you miss out. Our calendar's filling up. I'm apprenticing like crazy this year to open up capacity, but truly like you're gonna miss out. If you have stuff you wanna do, whether it's commander's offsites, in-person certification seminars, anything, coaching cohorts, all of those things, now's the time. If we don't start talking about it now, it seems like the year is gonna, you know, we have so much of the year ahead of us, but the truth is this year is going to fly by. And so uh, reach out, mark at marktilcher.com. Let's get it started, whatever it is that we're going to do. Let's get the show on the road. So this week, I wanted to share a story still left over. I have some stories left over from Little Rock that I haven't shared yet. And so this week, I'm going to share a couple of them. But the story that I want to share is about one of our students. And he came in on the very first day. And right away, uh, in one of the early sessions, he stood up. And I mean, this was within like the first hour or so. And within the first hour, he stood up and started to share some really personal things about his family. And so he was sharing about his family, he was sharing about his wife and things that he was doing. So he wasn't sharing things about her, but he was sharing things that he was doing because we were really digging into things like the support challenge matrix. And he started to realize that, hey, his spouse wasn't really him. She wasn't wired the way that he was wired. And truly, he was doing some things to damage that relationship. And, and it was a great realization, especially in the first hour. And I share the story a lot about how in my very first hour of transforming team communication, like I knew then that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So I'm going to do this forever if I can. Like I'll do this until I can't do it anymore because of the impact it had on me in just my first hour. And this uh, gentleman, he was experiencing the same thing. And the next day or that afternoon, he had asked me, hey, can I bring my spouse tomorrow? And that was a tough call for me because she missed an entire day. It's a three-day class. She missed 33% of the class, uh, precisely speaking. And But I allowed it. I was like, let's bring her. We'll get her catch, catch her up in the morning. Uh, and he's like, I'll catch her up tonight. And he did a great job of that. And then she came in in the morning and just she jumped right in. And it just so happened that their voice order, I'm a creative pioneer, least need for emotional intimacy. Uh, my sniper rifle is my weapon system. And his wife just happened to be the same as my wife, which is a nurturer creative. And so I really have some insight into what they're going through in their young couple. And so I took a lot of time with them on the side and just talked about things. And I would say to him like, hey, look, you know, when she makes dinner and you comment on a small part of it, she, she files that away for life. And she's going to remember that every moment for the rest of your marriage. And she's going to just start storing these things up in her head. And they're going to influence and impact her reality. So you got to be very intentional with the positive and negative things that you say. And, and as I was talking, like there were tears welling up in the eyes and there were, it was, it was a moment that we were sharing and having and what we call is liberation, like liberation was popping off in the room. And this is something that is typical. It's typical. It's common. This is what happens when we do classes. This is what happens when we do courses, when we do workshops, when I visit you and I see you and I talk to you. These are the typical results. Lives are changed. And with him and his wife, their relationship, it changed in real time. 
And it was amazing to watch. Like, I love it. Nothing makes me more thrilled and excited and energized is probably the word I would use than watching people's lives transform in real time. And what he's hopefully staving off from his future is hopefully she'll never look at him and say, treat me like one of your airmen. Why don't you treat me like one of your Marines? Why don't you treat me like you treat your teammates at work? All of us have heard this. I guarantee you virtually everyone who's ever served in the military has heard the term. And those of you who are in the civilian sector, probably the same thing. You're getting this as well. Why don't you teach, treat me like your team? And why do people say that? We look at the five circles of influence, self, family, team, organization, and community, and you hear me beating this drum these days, which is most of us are healthier in the outside rings, team, organization, community, least healthy on the inside rings, self and family. We're pouring our intentional energy into our business, into our work, into our friends. But our family is often left getting our least, not our best. You want to wake up in the morning and exercise? Who pays for that? Your family. You want to work? You want to neglect your body? Eat you know, a crappy lunch and skip breakfast and have energy drinks all day? Energy drinks are just borrowing energy from later. So when we pound energy drinks, who pays for that? Our family. And so the way that it works is we borrow from our family with interest, by the way, significantly. We borrow from our family and ultimately invest that into our work. The one thing that doesn't go with us into retirement, the one thing that doesn't follow us and that cares least about us is that, is our, is our, our organization. And yet it, we borrow from our family. We borrow from our children in order to feed that beast that beast that doesn't truly care about us. And if you want to make sure that that's a true thing or you want to test that theory, if you die, you'll be replaced before you're in the ground in most cases. That's a reality. The mission goes on. Don't borrow from your family to feed the beast. Don't have your family tell you, treat me like one of your airmen. And there's ways that we do that. There's three steps to liberating leadership. And if you listen to this podcast, you should have them memorized. And if you don't, let's get on board. Just play it on repeat until you do. The first one is what support and challenge do they need? Do you look at your children and your spouse and do you truly calibrate support and challenge for them the way that you calibrate it for your team? Question number one. Number two, what tendency is holding them back? Do you know where your spouse or your children want to be? And are you investing in them the way you invest in your people? Hey, this is where you want to be. This is where you are. Here's some things that are holding you back. Let's sit down and coach. Do you coach them? Not always easy to do or least equipped to liberate at home. Least equipped to liberate at home. And then the last one is how do we help them get to the next level? What is the next level for your spouse or for your children? Because you know what it is for your airmen. You know what it is for your Marines. You know what it is for your sailors. You know what it is. Do you know what it is for your spouse? Do you know what it is for your children? And this podcast episode hits me particularly hard because I struggle in this area and have for my entire marriage, my entire life, to be intentional with the people that matter to me the most. But no, I'll go to work to try to make lots of money or I'll do this because I want to bless them. And it, and it isn't always the way that people feel blessed. When you hear, why don't you treat me like a team member? Why don't you treat me like your airman? Why don't you treat me like a Marine? What people are really saying is, why aren't you liberating your home? Why aren't you liberating us the way you liberate them? And it hurts to hear. And there can be resentment that fires back and defensiveness and justification. And you just don't understand it. No. If you have waking hours in your day, you should be liberating the people that matter to you most. It doesn't take much to calibrate small habits. Support is easy to bring. A kind word. You're doing a great job. I notice what you're doing. Thank you for the efforts you're putting in. That's high support, especially if the tank is particularly low. And challenge. We don't bring challenge until we earn the right to bring it. 
And challenge is something that we're least equipped to bring to our spouses in particular. Spouses don't want challenge for you unless they feel like you're in their corner. You've brought them high support, that you care. And you can earn that right to bring high challenge. Most of us haven't earned it. And yet we think that we have a right to bring our spouses high challenge. Never forget that none of it comes with you when you leave the military. So when it comes to resilience, I've echoed this last week. And this week I'm going to echo it, but this will be probably the last time. When you look at your five circles of influence, self, family, team, organization, and community, you can survive if work, if team and organization are the worst that they've ever been, the worst that they'll ever be, red, 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 and your family is green, glowing neon. If your family is on fire, working as a team, your finances are straight, everything is going well, and work sucks, you'll survive, you'll get through it. But work could be the best that it's ever been. And if your finances are falling apart, your your family is falling apart, your kids don't want anything to do with you, it's my point of view that you're in the danger zone. Focus on what matters. Do your job. Be phenomenal. Be excellent. Be a high performer, a leader of people. But if your family isn't healthy, what does it really matter? Never forget that. Now to that end, save the spouse. Save the family, save the family, save the airmen, save the service members, what I always say. Did you know that military spouses, they get certified in all of our programs absolutely free. All they got to do is go to militarysherpa.com slash spouses. They can register for any of our classes. They get the exact same credential that any military member gets. All they need to go is militarysherpa.com slash spouses. They can literally register for any of our programs today. You don't need to attend with them if you're the military member. There's no like buy one, get one. Literally, they just attend free. So take advantage of that. There's a, there's a, it blows my mind. I'm baffled that every military spouse in the Department of Defense has not been through my program. I need your help. Change that. It costs you nothing. MilitarySherpa.com slash spouses. I'll see y'all soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa podcast with Mark Tilshire. 